0: welcome to another episode of lovers and things
1: we're your favorite couple's favorite couple
0: talks about about the things they they love they
1: love from an airport apparently
0: (laughs) from an airport apparently so quick update i sound muffled and there's a lot of background noise because we are recording while i am in an airport yay very exciting i feel like every week we have an update on Lex's work adventures, work Lex's work, travel adventures. And then this week is no different. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to bring you guys an episode. So we're recording live from EWR.
1: <laughs> yeah. So pardon <laughs> the lack of studio quality, but you know, <laughs> we had to connect with y'all and, uh, it's been a couple weeks. We've been trying out this, uh, bi-weekly uh, posting
0: we have um, mm-hmm. where,
1: you know, we think that some of the topics we get into are pretty deep and we want to give everyone time to, you know, take it all in, ruminate. So you try that out, but now I've got like a backlog of topics that I want to get into. Um, So let us know. We're going to put a poll, right? You're going to try to to put a poll.
0: Yeah. I'm going to do a poll. I don't know if you guys are aware, but you can like poll. When we put up questions and things like that. Thank you to all of you who have already done that in some of our questions. But yeah, because I also get feedback that you guys are anticipating these every Tuesday. So I'm like, okay, what's the vibe? Do we want two weeks or do we want it weekly? Um, so just let us know. You guys know we're yeah. flexible and we love you. So we'll do whatever you want.
1: <laughs> yeah. So this, it'll be in a Spotify app. If you're listening yeah. on Spotify, you'll see a little thing.
0: Anyway. Excellent.
1: Uh, oh, while you're in the app, go ahead and subscribe. So. <laughs> Just let's, let's get all that housekeeping done right at the gate.
0: <laughs> Not <laughs> housekeeping. This is like church announcements before uh-huh. the pastor gets into the word. <laughs> right.
1: Is it the yeah. church announcements? So we're so you're on the road again. I um, am.
0: I'm going back to California. Again, are you guys tired of me saying that? I am. I certainly am. Um, but yes, on the way to Cali and Greg's at home. So this is actually a digital virtual virtual recording. Is that what it is? Yes, virtual? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're it's recording giving very 2023. Remote. <laughs> but how was your week, honey? Let's update the peoples. Since it's been two weeks, a lot has happened. What's going a on? A lot,
1: a lot has happened. We've watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> One of which yeah. was uh I know we watched Swarm. Uh, that came oh, We out, did
0: watch Swarm, yeah, that was on which, Amazon Prime.
1: Which, like, I think two or three episodes in, I was like,
0: is this about Beyonce? <laughs> <It> took,
1: <laughs> I'm a little bit slow on catching up on the the, obvious the answer events. is yes. And I was like, oh, okay, it all came together
0: for me. Yeah, Swarm is really good. So it's on Amazon Prime, I think I mentioned that. And it actually stars Dominique Fishback who I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. You may be. I think I'm most familiar with her from um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Right. She plays um, the, the, the girlfriend there. And I feel like I've seen her in some smaller roles, but she stars in Swarm, which is an episodic series. So it's I think it's about eight episodes or so. Mm-hmm. And it is riveting, <laughs> to say the least.
1: Yeah, it was great and her performance mm-hmm. on that was just like okay she's not yeah. playing around like she no, delivered
0: if she doesn't get an emmy nomination for this i'll be extremely upset mm-hmm. um because it's the versatility for me like she does a little bit of everything in this series um which is great but it also has some other stars in it there's Jamson idris chloe bailey is like a an interwoven character right. Um, who else have noticed billy eilish Makes a strange appearance,
1: right? Not in not so obvious way. It took me a minute, but granted, I don't. I'm not too familiar with Billie Eilish's appearance, <laughs> so okay, it took me kind of like. Okay,
0: okay, Billie Eilish. Um, but once I
1: recognized it, uh, it, it it all made sense.
0: Right. So her. Who else was in there? Uh,
1: uh, this a uh, comedian that I follow, Byron Bowers,
0: was oh, on there.
1: You- he. He was the guy that drank the Topo Chico.
0: So you see, that, that means nothing <laughs> the to me. That's not resonating with me.
1: Topo Chico. You remember, he had the whole scene about the Topo Chico. I
0: don't, don't drinking remember the that bottles. scene.
1: He has a, the pet skunk. The pet uh, skunk. She, like, she, like, met with him. He worked backstage or something like that at at the at the uh concert.
0: Oh. She stole his
1: badge. I mean, it's not really a spoiler. But it, it wasn't an integral scene, but um, <laughs> when you see him, Topo Chico, this is was his drink. Leon was on there, too.
0: Oh, uh, Leon? Yes, yeah, Leon yes, was yes, on yes. there. Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so um, that was a good one. So, yeah, check that one out. Um, it's quite a performance, really riveting and uh, very dramatic. Um, what else has been going on? We caught up on this show called Sex Life. Ooh, Which,
0: yes, we did.
1: Is that we can only talk about one topic on that show because it's so <laughs> layered, but so great.
0: It is, it's very layered. And Greg and I, we've watched it over the span of a couple of weeks. And I think, you know, halfway through every episode, we come up with a topic that feels like it may be relevant to talk to you guys about um but we kind of landed on one overarching theme from season two but just a little bit about sex life it is on netflix and honestly i don't know if it's the best writing in the world but it sure is scandalous and so i think that's what got us involved (laughs) yeah
1: it's uh it is a soap opera for you like it's so dramatic but uh it's it's great it's very the uh it just basically follows a suburban mother of two children, two very small mm-hmm. children, mm-hmm. and who kind of gets caught up in her 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 past sexcapades and and uh, that's such a generous
0: know, way to put it. You said ratchet. that so nicely. <laughs> well, actually,
1: it wasn't really ratchet. It was it no, was, was really ratchet. a past relationship. It was one relationship, really. Yeah, not a sexcapade. Yeah. It was a sexcapade with one guy.
0: Okay, her we'll, ex. we'll give it to you. That's fine.
1: And, uh, you know, she made the choice to settle down in more ways than one with a very safe and reliable great guy. Uh, So it follows her uh, storyline as she kind of deals with this past. And I'll just leave it at that.
0: Yeah, Um, that's pretty much it. And it's she is the main character, but in her orbit are other sort of secondary characters that are really important that we find interesting and one of them is her best friend her name is Sasha Sasha Snow and they met in college so they have almost the same genesis in terms of like you know their foundation as friends and people but billy took the route of again becoming a servant, suburban house mom sasha snow takes the the route of becoming um a, a boss babe a girl boss entrepreneur and all that sort of right. stuff um they both were you know getting their doctorates at one point i believe um Billy decided not to do that and to to pursue her romantic life with her now husband but Sasha went all the way through she becomes a professor at NYU Um, she's a great author yeah she eventually authors a book like it's a whole thing um really blows up
1: like she blows up we follow her rise a meteoric rise really
0: yeah and uh, it's interesting
1: yeah
0: and we love that about Sasha (laughs) I think like there's a piece of Billy that almost envies the, the life that Sasha has been able to build for herself. Um, but I also think it's important to note that uh, Sa- Sasha is the Black boss babe, Billy is the the white suburban mom, and mm-hmm. that is only relevant because of where Sasha's journey takes her in season two. Um, so season one is all about like grounding their characters but season two is where we really get to delve into who sasha is as a person right. and we find out that the reason why sasha is so passionate about becoming this millennial boss babe if you will if you will if you, um, will. If you will uh it's because of a very common theme that i find in a lot of women that age is okay. this idea of like career first I'm focused on my career. I'm not gonna be distracted. I'm getting my education. I've got my master's degree. I'm the top of the class. I'm the best performing at work. It's my career that kind of fulfills the greater part of who I am and my identity. And Sasha gets to the point in her life where it seems like she's like in her late 30s and she's done the things like again, she's the professor at NYU, she's got the degrees, she's got the book deal and she's even built like a pretty good social presence for herself and now has like this cult following.
1: Yeah, and more where, opportunities are coming out of coming her way because of by way of that.
0: Exactly. The, the,
1: the one thing that is missing is the romantic partner
0: yes she doesn't have anyone to share it with you guys and so that's well, she has romantic me... partners oh yes. Yeah. but
1: so... not the you know the one she's had the many. there you <laughs> which go which is good so for that... her you know she's living her best life
0: yeah so uh, that's which... that's also to note is the fact that like yes both her and billy are very fluid very open in terms of who they they partner with if you will um, but in terms in the of past. Like, in the past,
1: well, not B- Billy, Billy settled down, right? I
0: don't know if Billy settled down. She settled well, down physically, but not in her spirit. Her spirit is still <laughs> out in these streets. <laughs>
1: her spirit is unsettled.
0: Yes, her spirit is very unsettled in that way. <laughs> but
1: like in literally, mm-hmm. Billy's married, settled down. Yes. Sasha is out here, uh, boss renegade, but also out here in these streets. Um, you know, living her best life.
0: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And so while she's at like what feels like the top of her career and she seems like to have it all, she has like this internal moment where it's like, oh my gosh, I may, you know, feel like I'm missing a little something in terms of romantic partnership. And then out of the clear blue sky, while she's interviewing on what we assume to be like a good morning America or something, her Mm -hmm. ex from college pops back up. And then all of a sudden, her world is like turned upside down.
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Mm -hmm. I think his name is Cam.
0: Yes, his name is Cam. Cam,
1: He's a a successful doctor. He has this international medical nonprofit, Mm
0: -hmm. and he,
1: in his own right, is is blowing up as well.
0: Yeah, Yeah, he's impressive. He's very
1: impressive. He's he's having he's he has these great deals going on with his medical profession. Mm -hmm. Doctor Cam is his name Mm -hmm. now the i guess inflection point is that what you call it is where cam uh gets an opportunity to have a gig in another part of the world Mm -hmm. so they're both in new york they're a couple and and here is where the work love balance debate comes up and we're calling it work love because it is the conflict of your professional uh pursuits
0: mm-hmm.
1: against your romantic foundation and your right. love. And I say foundation in a sense because a lot of times love uh really relies on a foundation of consistency and a foundation that is aligned between two people. Um their personal, their professional pursuits, however, are all over the world. It's pulling them in different directions. He's get he's got this deal getting, pulling him to this part of the world. She has this really thriving opportunity to have this book deal. That's really holding her in Manhattan. Yep. And, and, oh, you going to say something. Oh,
0: no, I was just saying, yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Yep. laughs> so <laughs> thank you for that confirmation. You're welcome. Uh, so they have this, infla- they have this point where they have to decide what do we do? You know, do we chase the bag? Trace the
0: love. Now, listen, I do. All of that is very true. But one extra layer of intricacy here is the fact that they're not just people who know each other from a past life. There are people who knew each other from a past life dated and were engaged at one point, right? So mm-hmm. in the past, Sasha and him had been engaged. He proposed. Um, but in that, he was going to move. I think for his master's degree, he had to go to a different place for a different program. And she was going to follow him him right she was going to take the leap and focus on you know and, and and take that leap into love um her grandmother tells her that that's a dumb decision and that she should not do that and so sasha does not do that now as a result 10 years down the road clearly she's met all of her career milestones she's a an undeniable success and so kim coming back into her life is almost this um resurfacing of this idea of like am i going to leave something that's important for me for him, but I think the conversation becomes it's not for him, it's for us. And I think that's the uh, beautiful yeah. sort of like ending that happens with them because it's like you're not giving up something for him. You're building something with Together. him. It's not yeah, you know, that's and that's you it's know, an I, end, not an or.
1: And that hit that was very similar to what we went through with our yes. career development and our growth and whatnot.
0: I know, how and, sweet, uh, right? Was it not like seeing a mirror and being like, oh my gosh, tis us.
1: <laughs> yes, and, but it's, you know, we can talk through how, we can talk through our story and like, you know, this really started with your, per, mm-hmm. your career journey.
0: Yeah, it was very, I wouldn't say very similar, but similar in that, I think, when did we get engaged? Was that 2017? Yes. 2017, and at that point we were still in Florida.
1: Orlando,
0: yeah. Yeah, Orlando, Florida. And to be honest, like, Orlando was not the move for me career-wise only because I work in beauty, right? So Florida is not the place for beauty professionals. If you work in healthcare, the education system, maybe. Um and that was a so, dream of yours. Yes, like, it was. It was it's before then passion. you weren't
1: in the beauty industry.
0: Uh not directly. Not directly. And so yeah, so it was always a passion of mine, something that I wanted to do full-time and not by way of like third-party agencies. I had done a lot of agency PR agency work up until that point. And so um, yeah, I remember we had gotten engaged, and then at one point I was like, okay, so I kind of want to move to New York.
1: <laughs> right. And then here and then I had this relatively established career in yes, Orlando. You did. Um, I think You
0: were working at Mississippi at the time doing engineering work. Right. With
1: multiple prospects in the Orlando area. So mm-hmm. I had a foundation like I was like, OK, I got my thing mm-hmm. and uh, I was good. You know, I was settled in my career and building it and doing my thing there and Lex brings this idea to move to New York City. Such a brilliant which idea. Is not known for their engineering <laughs> foundation or <laughs> or community, right? So I as any person who's dealt with a a proposal to move somewhere where there is no career prospects that are obvious, mm-hmm. I just said yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's sarcasm, but um, I, I was like, yeah, baby, it'll be fine. We'll we'll figure it out. I'll figure it out.
0: Don't Very supportive. It. Do, you, yeah. do your
1: thing. Idea that now we were at a point. We made the commitment to each other to keep our lives together,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: we were engaged at this point. So that mm-hmm. decision um, was a not an easy decision to make, but it was a decision that I f- felt like I could figure out. Yeah. Uh, I did a little bit of research and I saw there were opportunities for me in Long Island. I could figure something on Long Island. There's some opportunities in New Jersey. Um, not really much in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. But you know, I say if I'm on one either side of Manhattan, we can figure out the commute. That's true. And uh, yeah, so we. I said, babe, go for it, and whatever happens, I will follow.
0: Yeah, and it literally went just like that, and. Li- literally he followed because i went up i ended up getting a get at l'oreal and he i was in new york i think maybe six months working that job before greg came because my sister was living in brooklyn at the time she had been in new york about two years before i was and so i was living with her trying to find a place for greg and i to move into and in that six months, yeah, I learned I hated Brooklyn and so I I headed over to Jersey.
1: <laughs> and in that six months, I'm going through the I'm looking for jobs, I'm looking yeah. for work. Mm-hmm. And you know, there are moments, it was not an easy transition. There are moments where I'm really concerned about you know my ability to find job security and yep. support this woman that I made this commitment of being her partner with. And mm-hmm. you know it was there was that fear of okay if i get this gig what happens if that gig falls through and i need mm-hmm. to re i need a i need to reshuffle um in orlando i had like i said many other prospects that i could pivot to if needed and i had you know you're only as valuable as your options <laughs> so
0: very uh, which, true you
1: know you know that's message uh, so, yeah literally that's the word write um, that down so i'm i'm really focused on what are my options you know what Mm -hmm. if i go here and that doesn't work what are my options because and if you're familiar with the new york city area if you're on one side of manhattan if you plant roots on one side of manhattan you ain't going on the other side yeah you kind of if you choose the jersey side you're gonna stay in the jersey side if you choose Mm -hmm. the long island side Mm -hmm. you're gonna choose that side it's it is like two different worlds like yeah it is it is two different worlds and so i had to we had to make that strategic choice fortunately i found an opportunity right smack dab in the middle in manhattan yeah Yeah. right alongside lex so it worked out great it worked it was by the grace of god really
0: Mm -hmm. that this
1: an opportunity presented itself that allowed us that flexibility to be near each other from a career perspective and I could not have orchestrated that on my own. Yeah, absolutely no, I not. Could not. and mm-hmm. I'm I'm grateful for the opportunity that we were able to find to establish some roots. Yeah. In this area, but it was very scary uh, mm-hmm. to make that choice. So I empathize for Sasha and Cam
0: in yeah. that
1: show where they're making make having to deal with these tough decisions as to a say- burgeoning couple
0: yeah because they are big decisions to make because you get to a point in your life where this little decisions have great impact right when you're younger and your circle of influence is smaller and you have less sort of you know like sort of uh less responsibilities, responsibilities. yeah like less you have less to lose frankly um decisions like that are um less impactful which is why when yeah. i think about it do i wish i had gone earlier right because to greg's point it had always been my my dream to work in beauty that didn't just pop up overnight but at that point in my life i wanted us I shouldn't say more, I prioritize something over the other. But then also Mm -hmm. there's a piece of me that probably wasn't mature enough to leave, probably wasn't confident enough to leave, didn't have the work experience, all sorts of things, all sorts of factors. Um, But I think looking back on it and what was a really scary transition, not having the support from you would have been detrimental. (laughs) Would have been detrimental. It would have, it
1: would have, take ripped our relationship apart yeah and but here's you i really appreciate you for valuing our what we had and seeing the uh opportunity seeing like the not the opportunity but seeing the potential of our love mm-hmm. and and like because you know how it is in your early 20s you hit the, you're you're out here grinding chasing anything yeah and a lot of i we've all seen many a relationships. You know, fail because mm-hmm. you you go pursuing your career. And that's the fragileness of the early twenties. And also that's why your early twenties is there, it's to make those choices and things right. like that. But the sacrifice uh that you made believing in us and, and what we had and and being measured in your decision making to to you know to look at your timing and, and the trigger and and allowing us to have that alignment is uh, a remarkable thing and and something i'm forever grateful for because i think it's allowed us to be who we are today
0: well thank you muff how sweet is that um but yeah it's it's one of those things where you look back on and you're like oh it worked out fine but then you you really do think about like the 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 transition and how like how stressful it actually was and it to your point like god god really had his hand in the whole thing because otherwise who knows how things would have ended up so to your point like truly empathize with sasha and cam and i think the one thing to take away from it all is that you know this idea of having it all is is often like this lofty idea this idea of like you can't have both and I think mm-hmm. sometimes that's the the message that is Yeah, that yeah, you can't have both. You have to choose. But work or work or love. Yeah, yeah, that you kind of have to choose that some somewhere in there you're going to have to sacrifice. And I do think that is true. But I do think if it's something that you really want, if you care to have both, I don't believe it's an if. It's more of a matter of when, right? And you just have to trust your own journey. Because oftentimes we get in our heads and we have these plans of how we expect our lives to be. It never works out that way. (laughs) You just have to kind of work and be your best and and do your best to get where you need to be. But if it's truly something you want, it's a win Mm. thing. So you just have to give yourself grace and make measured decisions. Put yourself first, of course, and truly know what it is that you want. But I I truly believe that it can happen, that all, quote unquote, it all, (laughs) um you can, is achievable you can, yeah you, know? you can
1: you can there's no problem in trying to have both
0: yeah i agree have, having that
1: work and having that love and i think the our commitment at that point supported our confidence
0: mm-hmm. and moving
1: forward taking that first step mm-hmm. of relocating you know we yeah. were engaged you know i was all in you were all in and we're like look we are all in on this life together
0: Yes. So I got your back
1: and we're going to figure it out. And um, and and that's I think I helped us. And. Although it's scary, but it was it's. I think that alignment helped us quite a bit. You know, I remember, you know, and the thing there's a thing about me that I generally am a. Uh, i have this confidence about me sometimes that yes, could be to a fault <laughs> like oh we'll figure it out yeah, it'll be fine I'll right it. it's almost so sometimes
0: I, it's kind of scary it's like and ah. then like
1: <laughs> in an, at night i'm w- i'm waking up in sweats like what what have i done <laughs> what did, I, did i just commit, I commit to but i remember you you feeling a little skeptical about my my confidence in it and and i remember it was leaving. stressing I remember, me i remember the, i remember when i i I sent you, I dropped you off at the uh, airport.
0: Yeah. And
1: you had to start your job on my birthday.
0: Yeah, on May 14th was my first day of work, and that was your birthday. That is so yeah. true. And
1: we spent our birthday in two parts of the country.
0: Yeah. Not our
1: birthday, my birthday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You were in New York, and I was in Orlando. And I remember that birthday be, being like, what have I done? Why did I let this <laughs> woman go? I just kept. I hope this is the last birthday we sent spend apart um and it was a really sad sad moment and that's when reality hit me like a ton of bricks and it's like i gotta get myself over there yeah and i have to find out what i'm gonna do and i can't settle like i can't i have a career i'm building i can't just go over there and like oh work the restaurants
0: you know Mm -hmm. i have
1: to i need something that's going to continue my career Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise it doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. and uh, we spent like you said like six months finding it and yeah you sacrificed those six months without me Mm -hmm. there were a lot of interviewing flying back and forth oh my
0: gosh so much of that
1: we had a effectively like a long distance relationship Mm -hmm. so we didn't sign up for no long distance relationship hated it signed (laughs) up for each other in our face (laughs) we was in Orlando together vibing
0: yeah Uh, for a long time too
1: so that was really scary. It was tough, but we took that step forward. And at the end of the day, like I'm grateful for what we found and we were gonna rock it out. And here we are. Um was it five years later? And Lex is working remote.
0: <laughs> Doesn't even need to live here anymore? No, that's that's the and I'm the one
1: that has to go into the office <laughs> because. I actually have to work in Manhattan. Meanwhile, Lex literally could be working or in, Orlando in Orlando right now.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. that's the gag of all. And yeah. then also too it
1: was worth it at the end, right?
0: Yeah, I think so, it was worth it. Yeah. I mean, I love the life that we've built so far. And then additionally, it's like even now, today is a perfect example of the balance between, you know what is it what, what did you named it work, so pretty love, yeah maybe. the perfect balance because technically it's a saturday off and i'm in an airport getting ready to go somewhere yeah, for and, work for work um and yet we're still able to connect and have these conversations and to commit to something this is something we committed to for you guys and, and for us as well and so that's just like it's when i say that you can have it all i truly mean that It's just, you know, there are going to be moments where you have to sacrifice. There are going to be uncomfortable moments, but that's life. I mean, nothing. That flexibility.
1: You got to be fluid. and
0: Exactly. And, you know,
1: I'm thinking about when we have children, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, a little baby bean and a a little (laughs) nugget head Greg Um, and you having to go on work trips, me having to go on work trips and us having to balance the load and and support each other in our ventures. And. You know who knows this podcast may blow up to, you know, eleven listeners. And, <laughs> Not we eleven. Might, we might take it on the road. We you might know, we'll take it on it the road, road, and we got to We'll tour. fill up a
0: whole living room. You a know, living a whole, room tour. A whole coffee
1: shop tour. You know, <laughs> and that's the sacrifice that will come with sacrifices. I will or work while yeah. well maintain our love. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, I think that um, this takes me to the thing I love.
0: Yay! A, this okay. Work,
1: love, balance. Topic. Oh my
0: gosh! I forgot to sing in the beginning. Okay, let me do oh. it now. Okay. Things we love. Yeah. Yeah. Did that come in clear?
1: Wow. I like that. That came in clear. I good? like that. We All gotta right. make that a little bit, a little clear Period. and, and, and spice it in. Period. but Yeah. This brings me to the things I love. <laughs>
0: things we love. Um,
1: <laughs> and that is staycations, or I, or I'm gonna actually I'm gonna call it to be more specific, homecations. Like, the idea of okay. taking time off to just be at home. Mm, that's a good one, I, then. The art, You know, for the longest, for the past few years, like, every time I took time off, it was either for a vacation. Mm-hmm. It was for, uh, like, a trip, uh, like, a family obligation, an errand, like, whatever, or even, like, days to, t- to recover from a vacation. It was never time just to just exist. And I think we we did that last week. We took a couple of days off just to just sit in the house and live, look at each other's face, wake up slowly, have a coffee in our backyard or whatever, and mm-hmm. walk around, like do nothing, you know, clean up a little bit, like t- like do the mundane, boring, like just living as if we're like retired. And it was amazing. I I loved it.
0: Yeah, those are great.
1: Like what what did you think of? What did you think of that?
0: No, I'm not. I just there's a little delay, there's a slight delay. Um, Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, but no, I totally agree. And I actually love those moments. I'm and I don't know if it's just age, but I love those moments more than regular vacations now sometimes. Right. Like right like
1: those vacations, you're running around, you're catching. You remember the sashaying, like sacheting in the airport, we missing (laughs) flights, and it's stressful. you're You're in Bahamas, you're every night you're eating out, yeah, you're running it's stressful. around, excursions.
0: You're meeting some sort of agenda. It's too much. So I second that. I think stay home specifically are really nice. And it allows you also, if you're like us and you enjoy your home, you've invested quite a bit into making your home comfortable. It lets you appreciate all the work that you've put into it and really kind of sit Slippin', in the, the luxury yeah. that is your, your home, it's nice.
1: Yeah, you spent all this money on this furniture. And you, so you're not you, even you, sitting on it. You're not even sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you've built this whole vibe, and you in the office all day. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's a good point. Like taking time to like also enjoy your home that you built.
0: I agree, definitely. Yeah. That's a good one, hon. I that's love the, that. That's
1: the thing I love: homecations.
0: Ooh, and you know what I'm going to say? The thing that I love, and usually I like to give you guys a home item. This week is going to be a little bit different. I think the thing that I love is going to be vision boards. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but I'll mm-hmm. tell you why. When I was really defining what I wanted my life to be, it I'm a visual person. So I really leaned into what it looked like, right? What does it look like for me to live a life that is creative, that is colorful, that is energetic, that is, that is fitness oriented, that is, is um, you know, filled with love and happiness and, and all that kind of stuff. And I created a vision board. I think this was in 2000, I can't even tell you, so long ago. Everything in that vision board came to pass. There wasn't any sort of magic or ceremony around it. It was just a thing. And then when that vision board came to pass, everything on there that I had put on there, I created another one, right? And just recently last year, this vision board the most recent one i think was three or years old or so also it came to a point where i was like oh my gosh i think everything that i visualized here is part it's, of my life not, now really wow um, yes and i keep both those vision boards in my home office um both of them because i like to look back on the journey um but they also make really cool <laughs> accent pieces on uh <laughs> yeah decor decor um, Um, And I do them in collage format, all that kind of stuff, so it's cute. But I would encourage you all as you're like thinking through, you know, this, this, this merger between potentially love and career and what that looks like for both those things to coexist harmoniously together, um, to put those sort of things into action, to pull together the visualization of what that means for your life and even if you don't look at it every day because lord knows i certainly don't it's in the background it's in the framework of what you're doing every day and i really do believe there's something to it guiding your direction and your decision making um so that's the thing i love i'm actually on a journey to create a new one for this okay. new season of my life yeah because okay. we're embarking into potential parenthood and all that kind of stuff so it's a it's a larger journey in conversation now and it deserves its own blank canvas right um, yeah, so, got yeah.
1: make sure like I'll send you, like, images of the, the, the BMW M4. Uh-uh.
0: I like, can we'll put that on
1: there. Oh,
0: well, then I'm going to send you a, a photo. Though, but nah, 11 Nah, no, nah, 11
1: nah. I think a GTS, just to be what modest. GTS? A GTS.
0: That's Absolutely the mid-range. Not. Absolutely not. But, For yes, drive, I, I love this. I love this
1: visualization. <laughs> we'll put that. We'll put those two items on there because we'll need both.
0: Yes, and um, I'll yeah. actually take photos of them guys and share them on our socials. I'll create like a cute little video montage moment. Um, just so you can see, I'm willing to share that part of my life at this point. So why not? And
1: it was shocking. Cause you know me, I'm a very literal guy and I thought a lot of that stuff was BS. Um, so when you showed me your your vision board and I was like, what?
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: it really was like things that came to fruition.
0: Yes, it's and actually it crazy. Yeah. So that's the thing that I love. Very nice.
1: Nice. Well, yeah, work, love, balance. I think that's something that everyone could relate to in one way or the other. Absolutely. You know, and you know, work life is—it's—I don't—I don't really know. I think that's a little too vague. I think work love is—is—is is, uh, is very poignant to our relationship and to a lot of the listeners. Yeah. And um, yeah, hopefully, those things we love could employ you could employ into your lives and yes, uh, nice. and and seek that ultimate balance at 360 life that you want to live
0: yes absolutely and listen i always like to say look i ain't nobody's psychiatrist I ain't nobody's love guru i can only tell you what has worked for me and what has made my life feel abundantly more amazing and that is the love that we share so any sort of little insight we can provide i think happy to do that um but yeah y'all um <laughs> i'm laughing because i'm the airport is getting increasingly more busy um but yeah thank you guys for listening to this this little (laughs) this virtual podcast
1: yeah so let us know in the comments um what you think about work love balances have you had to deal with any crossroads between the two where you had to choose and make sacrifices for that
0: yeah and I also want to know for for my millennial for my millennial women in particular especially those of you who are like me we grew up in the era of you know education career that's the focus was there ever a time where you made that switch into to being like hey I also want to to start prioritizing my romantic relationships what did that switch look like for you or are you someone who has always had that balance and how are you able to manage quote unquote having it all I would love to hear your feedback too, because I'm sure there's both sides of the coin on that. Yeah, exactly. So we'll put, Mm -hmm. we'll put
1: a little section there for the Spotify listeners. And uh, I think we'll put a post on IG so you can comment there as well. But yeah, this was another episode of lovers and things podcast.
0: Yes. (laughs) So yeah, share the show,
1: subscribe, keep loving the things.
0: Bless and love you. your people it's so so important did i right, do it Cheryl.
1: yeah you did thank you love
0: all right okay. bye <laughs> bye <laughs>